0: My name is Michael Doeys, and welcome to yet another episode of the IACast. I'm here with a good group of people to talk about everything convention and a few news topics. So with me today, I have Aaliyah Dudley. Hello. Scott Van Gore. Hello. Chelsea Page. Hello. Anna Trotman. Hello. And Lauren Bishop. Hello. Yeah, Like I said, we have a good group with us today, and I'm really excited because it's that time of year right before convention, so it's going to be a great podcast to talk about all those things, so uh, let's start out with the news. And to start out, this has been confirmed, but AT&T has officially purchased Time Warner Especially, the, uh, especially the media arm of Time Warner. The other thing that goes along with that is there's a possible merger with Comcast and 21st Century Fox. Now, the reason why we bring that to this podcast and for it to be a discussion is because this happens pretty soon after net neutrality falls. So, what are people's thoughts on this? Is it good? Is it bad? And what's it going to mean?
1: I personally think that it's really not a good thing. I'm not in favor of it. I think that it is the beginning of companies either buying up or getting huge amounts of money from content providers to create Fast lanes for their content only, and that concerns me because of all the things that we've talked about in the past that this could lead to, like you know certain independent content providers, even podcast producers like us, not being able to have uh our content delivered at reasonable or decent speed because we don't have the money to shell out for it.
2: I think Aaliyah raises a very valid point. This smacks very much of what happened before companies, well, similar to AT&T, also known as Ma Bell back in the day, there was a lot of pressure to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Finally, regulators had to step in and break it up. Now, what's going to happen if we get these media outlets bought by these other providers, whether it be AT&T, there's talk of uh, Verizon potentially getting in on something like this, Uh, we've already talked about Comcast. You get all of your eggs into one, two, three, four media baskets, what's that really going to look like? to the average consumer we just don't know is it a good thing I'm not so sure that it is
3: so I I always felt that the internet was designed to be something that allows anyone to freely express themselves in a big you know proponent of a lot of people is to be able to freely express yourself but since we um with these mergers I don't know that we're going to have as much freedom of expression and what I mean by this is you get a lot of small businesses that have websites you get a lot of just random bloggers who just want to blog and they may not their information may not ever get out to the world And blogs are a very valuable tool to learn about the world. And um, if people like AT and T are dominating the internet, then their content, of course, is going to be pulled out first. Meanwhile, right now, um, anyone, whether they have money or not, can open can start a website and share whatever it is they want, and the world can see it at the same rate as a
4: big business.
0: Chelsea or Anna, what are y'all's thoughts on this?
4: I do not think it's a good idea. Just like Lauren and Leah have said, it's going to put the little companies and small businesses from not being able to put out their information because it's going to go to the big content first.
5: Right. I um that's I agree with that. Um it's gonna be very much harder for the small businesses to get their information out.
0: I think one of the reasons why I'm really for Disney uh taking over twenty first Century Fox, which was also announced, Comcast made the bigger offer but the reason why i'm interested in the disney part is because then i would have my avengers and my x-men in the same movies so i'm very happy about that i hope that happens yes i am selfish but i think a lot of comic book (laughs) fans and show fans would be too interestingly star wars was a fox franchise so it went to disney so it would be interesting how that would go
2: Where I'd be concerned with Disney and 21st Century Fox, Disney already has a media arm in ABC. So that could present a challenge.
1: I'd rather have that than an ISP taking it, though.
0: But as I understand it, this is... Mainly the film section of Fox. This does not include Fox News and all of the TV channels, I believe.
2: That's interesting. If that were the case, then perhaps it could work. It would supplement whatever Disney is doing. Assuming that Pixar is still with Disney? Yes, they are
0: still a Disney company.
2: So uh, that could be an interesting supplement to that,
0: right? Okay, so our next big area of news is there has been new information from Microsoft about their Insider program. They have made additions to Narrator, uh, a new keyboard layout. And there are new copy, cut, copy, and paste features in Narrator and other new features in the latest Fast Track Insider build. There's also, I believe, a new magnification. No, uh, it's not in Magnifier. It's, they made it where you could scale the font size in the OS again, which is really exciting. So if you want to hear about that, head to the Windows Insider blog. This is really exciting, guys, because I think Microsoft is being... The most proactive as far as accessibility goes. Especially
1: on a computer. Sorry, Apple. I have to say that Microsoft is taking huge strides in making their screen reader a real player for people who need something free. And yes, NVDA is very much still powerful, but, and still more powerful. But, narrator is quickly becoming not the thing you turn on to get NVDA. <clears throat>
4: I agree with Leah. It, uh, narrator is making very good strides. A lot of more people are using it now. And I'm looking forward to it and very excited to see um, the new Braille stuff that's going to be in narrator. Um, I am really
3: excited at how Narrator has evolved and how it's almost evolving so quickly. Because even before this was taking place in Windows 10, uh, before the update, um, Narrator had gotten a lot better. But it's really refreshing to see that there's now going to be a really awesome screen reader that's going to come with Windows products right out of the box.
2: I think it's great to see Microsoft finally in the space. For a number of years, Narrator was here, but it always took a back seat to the other screen reader manufacturers. So I'm really glad to see now that Microsoft is saying, hey, we want to maybe not necessarily become the screen reader of choice with narrator in all cases, but we want to be able to be a choice that a consumer can rely on in Windows.
5: Right, and I think too with Microsoft, with their accessibility and the fact that they are doing so much with the Braille displays now and making them narrator compatible, while as Scott said, they may not be everyone's screen reader of choice, they are making it so that if someone does need to use Narrator with a Braille display, or in any case, it is an option.
0: Yep, I'm very excited about it because to me, they're they're making strides where they need to be. So let's talk about something that will. Bring joy to the hearts of all Ira users.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy!
0: Horizon. Oh boy! Oh
1: boy! Oh boy! Hallelujah.
0: Horizon glasses are coming next this week. The time of this recording is the week that the first shipments of the Horizon glasses go out.
1: Wait, how many of us on this show? So myself, Michael, Scott, Chelsea. Uh, at least, Anna, did you get in there? For uh, yours? No, I did
4: not. Um, re- I canceled mine back in January, and I oh, that's not. right. So because we of, have because, f- of bu- because, of bu- because of budget reasons, I cannot do IRA at the moment.
1: Hey guys, funny math fact: we have two two percent of the two hundred Horizon users on this podcast.
2: One and a half, actually. <laughs> What? Chelsea didn't get it.
1: I nope.
5: thought Chelsea did. I signed up no. for it, but I guess I was not in the first 200.
1: I thought you were.
0: No, remember? No, I'm
5: very <laughs> disappointed about it. But no.
0: But we should be getting those this week. Hopefully they come before we go to convention, which is going to be our topic. Yes, we will do an unbox cast of the Horizon glasses. So. In binaural. We'll even compare the Horizon glasses to the Austria glasses so you could get a good comparison. All right. So that's our big news for today. So I want to talk to you guys about a product from iAccessibility that we love to use and to talk about. We use it all the time. And we hope you use it too. We have an app for iOS called iAccessibility, the same name as our company. Who would have thought it? And it <laughs> is the place to go to learn about all of our products, podcasts, and services. So all you need to do is go to the App Store and look up iAccessibility, and you'll see it there for free. And you can even look listen to this podcast live from the app. So go to the App Store Look for eye accessibility and let us know what you think. We are still working on an Android version of the app, so stay tuned for that as well.
2: Did we mention it's free?
0: We did. It is a free app, so check it out. All right. So my first question to all of you is... Does everybody have their plane tickets booked?
1: Um, practice yeah. what you preach there,
0: sir. <laughs> Does everybody have their hotel rooms booked?
1: You bet. Yes.
0: You're going to be yes. in Timbuktu. Yes,
4: <laughs> I actually know you would be in the Rosen Center.
0: Does everybody have all the gear ready to take to conventions? Oh,
1: no, no. I'm waiting oh. on my horizon Uh-oh. glasses. What oh, are you talking about? Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. We need the glasses
2: first. <laughs> well,
0: yes, if but... you can't, if you can't guess, I'm trying to get you guys pumped up because it is convention season again.
2: Woohoo!
0: And oh. we're all. I think everybody on this podcast is going to be at NFB. Um, our friend Jeff Bishop will be at ACB, and. It's going to be a great convention season. We can't wait to talk to you guys from there. We're going to have a uh, pizza party and a meet and greet for Eye Accessibility at NFB, and it's going to be exciting. So we'll give more information on that as time goes by.
1: And and we're going to have interviews from the exhibit hall, which you can get in the Free Eye Accessibility app. Go get it.
0: Exactly. Cool. So I want to go around and I want everybody to tell me their favorite things about convention. Ooh. Mm.
1: So for me, on the top of my list are a few things. First, uh, and, and these are in no particular order. I I love the exhibit hall and all the technology-related sessions that go on. I am a huge uh, fan of all the guide dog user stuff. I am on the board of the National Association of Guide Dog Users, so I'm always running around uh, working on Nagdo stuff. And I love the energy. You know, it's, it's palpable. Except when probably when Michael and I walk in the hotel at 2 in the morning on the 2nd. It's not going to be so palpable then. But when there are several thousand blind people walking around with canes and dogs and, you know, you hear the marshals calling out where things are and it's, it's so exhilarating. It's so much fun. And general session, man, that first morning in general session is so loud and so epic.
3: So I'll go next. Um, I must say that I love the first morning of general session, especially honoring our veterans, because that's really important, especially it being 4th of July week uh my second is the exhibit hall i love going around and just talking to people and seeing what's there um i also like the special interest meeting and then you know of course um it's not a trip to a hotel in florida without a pool so going to the pool yeah i know it's still important <laughs> i guess i'll
5: go next um I like going and seeing friends that I haven't seen in a while. Um, and meeting and networking with new with people is also very important to me. Um, the first day, um, seminar day, is also very informative because that's where the National Organization of Parents and Educators of Blind Children have their seminar day, and they even have one which I. I go to the NOPBC one, but then they also have one for um, rehabilitation professionals. And it's just a big professional development day on Seminar Day. And it's always heartwarming to see the during the first, it's like a general session, but for parents and families and educators, and President Riccobono always gets the kids all to come down at the front of the room and he talks to them and typically reads or tells them a story and stuff and it just really kind of warms your heart a little bit and then um just going through the sessions there at that first day seminar and then the exhibit hall is also another huge highlight that I love and the As Aaliyah and Lauren have both said, the first first morning of General Session is also a huge highlight. It's just the energy at the convention is so vibrant. It's highly encouraging and motivating.
4: National convention for me is like a big family reunion because i get to see old friends meet new friends and network um like chelsea said I, the first day of seminar i like to go to the contemporary moral moral issues for rehab professionals um another thing that i enjoy is the exhibit hall i will be working the Independence market this year um I like going to the National Association who National Association promote the Youth of Bro. And of course, opening day of general session, uh, the energy is just great and everyone's excited. And I like seeing all the um, states being announced. And of course, going to the. Line,
2: alumni luncheon so my favorite parts of convention the exhibit hall has to be right up there toward the top of the list but in addition to that i love seminar day especially the technology ones i love going around and finding out what our assistive tech vendors are up to what are they working on What have they done over the past year to make their products better? What new features can we look forward to? What new products can we look forward to? Because last year, that was when the Victor Reader Trek was the big unveiling last year. So who has what uh, to show us this year uh, with regards to what's to come in the coming year? The networking, folks have already talked about that. That has got to be one of the biggest things that I really enjoy doing all week long is getting to know people, getting to hear their stories. What makes their stories unique to them, and how does it fit with the organization as a whole? I like to hear a lot about that. General session, day one, full of energy, but even before that, Board meeting morning. It's very exciting to hear what our board is up to, what they've done over the last year, and that really kicks off the actual convention sessions for me is is board meeting morning. Um, I love the roll call of states, love the the veteran salute. It's just the whole atmosphere the entire week is absolutely incredible, and I, I wouldn't miss it.
0: So my convention is a learning experience. And it's a way to contact, it's a way to network and contact people I know and just to get together with folks. It's kind of a mini vacation for me. I will be honest with folks on this show. I'm not a organizational person. I am I would as easily go to A C B as much as I would N F B but I just typically like Florida. So. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, And the folks that go to NFB uh, typically are the folks that uh, we target for eye accessibility, but that doesn't mean that we won't go to uh, ACB. In fact, one year I might do that, but I really love the Rosen hotels. i Really enjoyed that. So this will be the last year that it's there. But I love the exhibit hall for the tech. I love getting out there and just experiencing stuff. The only thing that's going to be bad and very sad this year is that, you know, the excitement that just radiated off of Rich when he would get something new from the exhibit hall won't be there. So a lot of our activities this year, a lot of the events that we do and all everything i accessibility related will be dedicated to Rich Cavallero because of the contributions yes. he made to the yes. show and to everybody in the community. So uh, yeah, that this is an important year for that, and we all need to be there and have a yes. toast to Rich. Absolutely.
4: I will actually be putting a post on his wall on uh, July 4th.
0: So, it's going to be a great convention. I'm excited to see all of you guys there. I've met a lot of you, but not all of you guys, so it'll be exciting. Folks, if you're on the stream or listening to the podcast, uh, we will have an accessibility meet and greet. Uh, in the deli one of the days, we will make that public knowledge on the website and on our twitter and in the app as well so stay tuned for that we're just looking at our agendas trying to find the best day to do that okay so i have a few other questions for you guys as we go into this show so i want to know what tech you guys will be bringing to the convention and why
4: i'll go first I will be bringing my iPhone 7 Plus and my Braille Edge. The iPhone 7 Plus to keep in contact with people. It's also where my agenda is kept. And the Braille Edge to um, type on the phone and take notes of meetings. And... Oh, also two digital Oticon hearing aids.
0: No laptops?
4: No, sir. Too big, too heavy. Nah. I will
3: be bringing my iPhone 8 Plus so I can keep in contact with all the lovely people I will be meeting at convention. I will be bringing my AirPods so that I can seamlessly communicate with people as I navigate through the craziness. Without having to hold my phone up to my ear and also record WhatsApp messages and the like. Um, I will also most likely be bringing my Braille Sense um, for seamless phone use in quiet situations.
1: Well, okay, let's be honest. Aaliyah never leaves home <laughs> for more than about 24 hours without a giant bag of tech. Okay. Let's start that conversation that way. Mm-hmm. And then say that I will probably have my poor iPhone. There's a saga. There's a saga. If my iPhone is repaired by then, well, then I'll have it. If it's not repaired by then, I'll still probably have it. But uh, I will have my AirPods of course, because walking around the hotel with anything else is just a sin. I will have my uh, laptops because I'm going home to my family afterwards and to help upload content if we get it. I will have my Olympus digital recorder and a pair of Andrea headphones to do uh, content. And I think. Th- oh, and I'll have my Beats Studio 3s and my Victor Stream for the airplane, of course. I um, think that's it. Oh, and I'm getting, I think, an Anchor Power Core, the big one, the $60 one. I will have that
5: with me. Um, I will be bringing AirPods, my iPhone 8, my smart beetle, and... Um, also I will be bringing possibly a laptop and a bro. since I really have not 100 percent decided on that yet. And a battery pack of some kind because we all know when you're at convention and all those meetings all day, it's inevitable the phone's gonna die. So, um, that's the tech that I'll be bringing.
2: So, I'll be traveling with my iPhone 10, uh, a Bluetooth neck loop that I use to connect to my hearing aids. Uh, I will also have one handheld uh, ham radio with me. Uh, And then hopefully I will have the Horizon glasses. Hopefully we have them by then. Uh, Aaliyah, you didn't mention it. But yes, hopefully those of us on here will all have our glasses
1: i will have some sort of ira equipment with me yes hopefully my horizon i will too
4: i i forgot two devices my harmonica battery pack and the bluetooth uh remote to my hearing aids.
1: pardon me while i laugh because you paused between harmonica and battery pack and i went anna plays the harmonica
4: <laughs> That's what I went. I was like, what?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I went to
1: yeah." I I didn't know. You I'm just harmonica. picturing. Okay, I'm picturing <laughs> Anna with your like quiet voice, you know, walking around the hotel with a harmonica. <laughs> Well, that's a unique way of helping people find you, Anna. I mean. Yes.
0: (laughs) You know, that needs to be a thing now.
4: (laughs) I'm going to get you
0: one. I'm going to do it. This should be a meme or something now. (laughs) I'm going to take a picture.
1: I'm going to get you one, and then I'm going to take a picture of it. No. Please
0: don't. <laughs> oh, I am. <laughs> oh. Okay. You'll
4: have to find me first.
0: Anywho, Scott, continue. What else are you going to bring? Or yeah. what was it Sorry. everything?
2: Uh, the only other piece that I know I'm bringing for sure is, and thank you, Aaliyah, for thinking about this too. I will also have an anchor power core. 26,800 in my convention stash. So that is definitely a thing. And I can partially blame Rich for uh, recommending that battery pack to me. He happened to have one. I thought he didn't have one. Turned out he did.
4: Um, Scott, I think you can blame him for recommending that battery pack.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, I guess it's down to me. This may take a minute. So, sit back and enjoy the massive amount of tech I'm going to name
1: off. And the harmonica.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Y'all could probably play a whole song by the time I get through with the l- list of tech that I'm bringing. So, one MacBook Pro. The Beast. It'll be the last convention the Beast goes to. It's been to two so far. It'll be at one more. The iPad Pro. The I forgot about mine. Yeah. Uh, my IRA oh. glasses, whatever I have. I will be bringing my AirPods, my Android phone, my iPhone 10, my Beats Studio 3s. I'll be bringing probably a Echo Tap. Ooh, I will be bringing, one of us will be bringing our Bose SoundLink speaker. I will have... It will probably be me, because
1: I'm going home afterward, and I want that with me.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. We will have our... Let's see. I'm going to have my Vario Ultra with me. I'm surprised, Aaliyah, you're not bringing one of your braille displays.
1: Oh, I probably am. I just... God, my tech bag. Ah!
0: (laughs) Um... I'll have my iPad keyboard case. I'm going to have my wireless chargers. I'm going to have so many cables, it's going to be crazy. (laughs) And I'm going to have both my Kindle uh, e-reader and tablet.
1: So, what you're saying, Michael, is that um, the desk in the Hotel room is gonna be like tech central.
4: Yes. It sounds like it.
1: We're just gonna set up a couple of power strips and just be like, "All right, here we go."
0: Yes, and power strips. If I could wing it, I'd totally bring my home pod, but
1: ah, no. uh, yeah, me too. But nah, too heavy.
2: That's why I'm not packing mine. Yeah. So that's. Are you going to be I'm bringing
1: a
4: rail displays, Scott?
2: I if I do it would be the Braille Sense U two, Cordy, that I bring.
4: Mm-hmm. I haven't
2: totally decided what I'm doing there yet.
0: So my last question I wanna ask is how are you guys getting to convention and what have you guys had struggles with or what has been the easiest way you guys have gotten to convention in the past? Well, um
1: I will be flying. From Austin to Orlando. And then taking an Uber. Very, very late at night or very, very early in the morning. Whichever you want to call it. To the hotel. And, uh. I. I think going through the airport is going to be made much easier by the use of Ira this year. I also, uh. Because our flight leaves at 10, so Ira will still be up and going. But the Uber situation can be made more difficult by the fact that some drivers don't like to take guide dogs. And don't forget, folks, that as you're navigating to convention, if you do have... If you do take Uber or Lyft, no matter whether it is a good or a bad experience, it is always recommended to fill out the NFB's Rideshare Questionnaire, which we will link to in the show notes, and detailing your experience if you travel with a service animal or if you are traveling with someone who has a service animal. It's important because of the settlement that's been reached with Uber and Lyft, to keep accurate records you don't need to be an nfb or acb member it doesn't matter it matters that you had an experience good bad or indifferent you
2: bring so up a good I point will... there and that it it covers both nfb and acb so thanks for bringing that up
3: so i will be taking a train and english and walking part of the way um Enjoys being walking distance to a train station Um, and I think the only struggle I might have is um, someone deciding they don't want to take me and my guide dog, but that hasn't happened in a very long time, so um, here's to smooth travels
2: I guess I'll go next I will be flying into Orlando by way of Atlanta. Um, Once I get to the airport, it will be an Uber from there to the hotel. Did that last year. I thought that was a much better experience than taking the shuttle services. Um, I did a super shuttle one year, no, a couple years, uh, once in Dallas and once in Orlando. And I just thought that Uber was a, a better experience, much easier to get one at the time you get to the airport versus having to make a reservation. So that's been my experience.
5: Um, I guess I'll go next. I am going to fly, um, and I will be coming to Orlando by way of Atlanta and I guess my experience with traveling is going to be well this year's going to be a little bit different I guess would be the way to word it um in years past I've always had a leg brace and I've had to go through all the rigmarole through TSA with that and they want to do the whole SWAT the you know testing and all that but then again, um, this year I, um, will be kind of having to use two canes versus one most likely. And cause I broke my ankle and that's going to be fun to travel, you know, with, but luckily it's healing. And, um. But yeah, as Scott said, I found that using the Uber as opposed to shuttles to get from the hotel, from the airport to the hotel has been a lot easier and more convenient.
4: I will be flying from Atlanta to Orlando. Um, Once I get to the airport, I will be using Lyft or Uber, and I don't anticipate any struggles at all.
0: All right, I will be also flying out of Austin uh, to Orlando. And I will be, I'm not exactly sure when I'm coming home. So that'll be interesting. It'll be before most people are because I have to work the next day. But I'm very excited. I love to fly and I don't see any issue. I will be using uh, a, a, a device called the Tile to find my bags so that is always a big help and possibly also ira as well
2: thank you for reminding me michael i need to buy some of those
0: yeah they're very useful
2: Uh, but i will also be using ira in the uh, airports i think it's going to be a a great thing to have this year Uh, something that i did not have in the past
0: Okay, does anybody have any final comments before we wrap up today? Well, I guess not. But for me, I'm excited. I cannot wait to see each and every one of you guys there at convention. I think it's going to be great. We're going to learn a lot. We're going to have a lot of content here on the show. And it's going to be a great experience. I'm really excited about this. So uh, we will see you folks at convention. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of the IA Cast. Thank you guys for being here. Y'all have been an awesome group to talk about convention. And I can't wait to see you all. So with that being said, Chelsea, what is your pick of the week? And where can people find you online?
5: My pick of the week is... Wonder list because with the convention season coming up, I do plan to use that as putting some checklists in and stuff for packing and other tasks that need to get done. Um, people can find me online by emailing chelsea at iAccessibility.net or they can search for me on Facebook, Chelsea Page or on Twitter at chelsea p08
0: all right and scott how about you what is your pick of the week and where can people find you online
2: my pick for the week is an app that i've been using for the last several months and i think it's a, a, an important app that people may want to check out for their own financial health, and that app is Credit Karma. It's one where you're able to go in, yes you can get credit reports, credit scores, and that sort of thing to check on your financial health, see how you're doing, ways you can improve. Credit Karma has it all in one place. You can see a couple of different bureaus, couple different scores, and it even gives you recommendations on things that you can do to improve your overall financial situation, and I I think particularly in the disability community, but for people in general, it's really a good thing to be doing. It is a free app, and it's just really a nice clearinghouse of information. People can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can send me an email at scott at iAccessibility.net. You can also find me on Twitter at Scott Van Gorp. And you can search for me on Facebook. Just search for Scott Heidi Van Gorp.
0: All right. Anna, what is your pick of the week and where can people find you?
4: My pick of the week is Pocket Bro. It is a Braille reference that I use with teaching students Braille. It helps them when they're out of the classroom um, with contractions, alphabet that they need to look up or study for the week. People can find me on Twitter at Trotman Anna three T R O T M A N A N N A three, or on Facebook at Anna
1: Trotman.
0: All right. Aaliyah, what is your pick of the week, and where can people find you?
1: My pick of the week is an oldie but a goodie, and that is Quentin C.'s Playroom. It's something that I have rediscovered over the last few weeks and months, and I really enjoy it. It's a client similar to RS Games. Um, Unfortunately, it doesn't have an iPhone app. That would be great, but it doesn't. And it allows you to play many of the games that you can get on RS. With some of them, like 1000 Miles, having some twists that don't appear on RS. So, check it out. Mainly playable on Windows or in a browser. You can find me producing content for eye accessibility. You can email me at Aaliyah. That's A-L-E-E. H-A at iAccessibility.net or you can follow me on Twitter at BlindCowGirl199
0: Lauren, where can people find you online and what is your pick of the week?
1: So, my pick of the week is
3: the Weather Channel app and that is because it gives you notifications of when it's raining or when it's going to severely thunderstorm which is about to do and that has kept me safe and kept me out of the rain and becoming and from becoming a human lightning rod. You can find me online at Lauren at iaccessibility.net or Facebook at Lauren Bishop or on Twitter at Lauren Bishop9.
0: Alright so my pick of the week is not even out yet but when it is it's going to be amazing so my pick is siri shortcuts because just running the beta for two weeks i've already integrated siri shortcuts into my workflow so i they don't even have the shortcuts app out yet but I've already been able to set up shortcuts to view people's Twitter profiles just from my home screen just by asking Siri to view so-and-so's Twitter profile. I've been able to set it up to view my, our, our podcast statistics by just saying to Siri, view podcast stats. So the power that this gives iPhone users is so advanced and amazing that it's going to change, I think, the way that we use our phones. So I'm very excited about the series shortcuts. You can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can contact me on Twitter. My username is Mike Doeys. I'm Michael Doeys on Facebook. You can email me at MikeDoeys at iAccessibility.net. That's M-I-K-E-D-O-I-S-E at iAccessibility.net. And you can find my website at michaeldoeys.com. I'm also all over the place, so just search for me online. All right, if you want to contact iAccessibility, you can. We are iAccessibility1 on Twitter. Our website is iAccessibility.net. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for iAccessibility. We have our iAccessibility app that you can find all of our content, content in. And we have all of our content on our website, like I said, so check us out there. If you want to leave us feedback, you can by emailing us at feedback at iaccessibility.net. And if you want to help support the show, you can at patreon.com slash iacast. We also have a YouTube channel, and we're all over the web, Tumblr, all kinds of places. Just Google iAccessibility, and you'll find us so we really hope that you guys take you know benefit from the show if you can head over to that Patreon that we mentioned Uh, as little as a dollar can help the show grow and we will have more and more benefits for being a patron in the future as we said we will be at NFB's convention doing a meet and greet and a uh, some other events so Uh, Stay tuned for information on that. And we look forward to seeing you guys there. So thank you guys for being on the show. Thank you guys who are on the stream. And we look forward to next week's episode. And we're very excited about getting to see everybody at convention. So thanks for being here, folks. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone. Copyright 2018, iAccessibility, and Michael Dowie's.